Dan. What's up, Didi? Dude, uh, what's going on? Haven't done a cold open in a minute, so yeah. I'm doing one right now. Okay. Dan, you're married. I'm married. So this doesn't apply to us right now in 2023. But what was your deal breaker with a girl? So like, <laughs> what could Shannon have done that made you just be like, oh, this girl was perfect. But fuck. And then we're done. And I can tell you, for Ooh. me, for me, and I thought about this recently, for me, it's any kind of like gas. So I don't care if it's burping, farting. <laughs> I don't care what it is. Because a lot of people are like super cool with that. They're like, oh man, so cool with that. Whatever. And I, that's up to you. But for me, no. Like, no, I know that everybody does all those things. I get it. But like, I don't need you. I, I, I couldn't date somebody who just all of a sudden we'd be at dinner and we'll just go, uh, no no big deal breaker for me like people who think that was like funny and oh you know we're in a relationship we got it no 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 i'm good you could we could step away i could step away you could step away we step away to do yeah. those things yeah that's it for dude, me dude that's a perfect one i am a hundred percent on board with you still to this day like i make a point of it it's like belching don't do that people don't do that mm -hmm. and like the privacy of your own homes and then within a closet please keep the belching to yourselves um for me i think it would have it would be like smoking like if she uh... was just like you know a pack of pall malls every day you know what i mean like no way been there done that type of thing even been there done that in a way where it's like Oh yeah, I used to smoke. I don't anymore. And then three years later, hmm, maybe I want to start doing that again. No, 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 no. We don't do that. We we not not here, not in this house. I know how difficult that can be to stop, right? And I know other people who have uh, attempted to stop, and know people that they dated that attempted to stop because of them. You know, because of the relationship, it never works. It's extremely difficult. So that would be one of those things where I'd be hard to look past and be like, oh, yeah, she'll she won't be doing that forever. Yeah. And then she's got the black lung at 28, something like that. So <laughs> that one, that was probably a deal breaker back in the day. Oh, that's a good one. Because, yeah, <laughs> like because even my friends who used to smoke like a pack a day still when they get drunk. Or yep. when they're in the party mood, they see a random person, not a friend, just a random person smoking a cigarette, and they ask for one. Right, and right, like, You're exactly right. I, I'm not going home <laughs> with that. I don't want. I don't want that. Like, no, I'm good. No, no, I don't need. Like, it's bad enough when we go to a campfire and my my clothes smell like smoke, but like, I don't need that next to me in bed. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i wonder what chris's deal breaker is i guess he'll tell us tell us next week oh yeah hmm. it is we can put a pin in that and make sure we hmm. ask him He's yeah very curious yeah i don't want to make any snap judgments right because chris has evolved yes now over the yeah. last decade so we gotta put it back in the time machine and see what it would have been back then <laughs> Well, what's up? It's the Rudge Breakdown. Dee out here in Los Angeles. Dan is in Pittsburgh. Chris is in the middle of the Ohio River. Sure. 
Let's just say that. <laughs> well, today on the menu, we have a fun one today. Slam Ball is back. To my surprise, not so much Dan's, but to mine. Big surprise <laughs> this week. We're going to talk about that. Um, weird food combinations. Going to talk about that. That should be fun. Um, people throwing stuff at concerts. Why? What the hell? It's happening all the time. We're going to talk about that. Plus music, beer, so much more. Dan, let everybody know where they can find the Brunch Breakdown. Happily, I'd love to. Uh, people, you've heard this by now. You can find the Brunch Breakdown anywhere you can find podcasts. But if you're new to the program, just that. You can find the Brunch Breakdown anywhere you can find podcasts, right? Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Odyssey, Audible, Alexa, play the Brunch Breakdown. It's that easy, Boom. people. Okay? Find us everywhere. Uh, new new episodes coming your way every Wednesday, first thing in the morning, ready for you to go. How do you get those to you without having to go, oh, Brunch Breakdown, I got to find you. Where's the link? No. Hit follow. Hit subscribe. Either one, wherever you like to listen. Let those episodes come to you. Okay? Now we've got full video episodes also come out every Wednesday. Uh, those are on a little bit of a delay because uh, we got a little, a little more post production to do on those. Okay. <laughs> so that's 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern for the video, but those are available to watch on demand anytime after that that you'd like. Uh, if you haven't followed us on social media yet, what in the holy hell are you waiting for? This is episode like 152. <laughs> okay. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, threads, trailer, TikTok, at Brunch Breakdown, all the good stuff there. A little bit of a, maybe you missed an episode trying to catch up and catch little bites. All right. Maybe we should just call those bites. Those video yeah. clips that we do bites. You like that? That's Man, it. I don't know how it took us 152 <laughs> episodes to figure that out. <laughs> the bites are there. Find oh. the on social media at brunch breakdown. And then of course the sounds of brunch playlist. We put that up on Spotify every Friday. Uh, we give you what we're listening to at the end of every episode. So we put that into a nice little playlist. We keep last week's on there in case you need to play a little catch up. Call it the sounds of brunch. Find it exclusively on Spotify. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Brunch bites. Why haven't we been calling them that? Dude, I have no idea. That's it's perfect. How have we not done that yet? What the <laughs> what were we thinking? Like this is man. We weren't, which is the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Jeez. Oh, man. All right. Well, anyways, it's time to get random topics off our chest, and I will get us started. I went to see Barbie on Friday night. Okay. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Really? I thought it was, I because I, I was nervous about it at first because Greta Gerwig, if you're familiar with her music, with her, with her movies, a little weird. Margot Robbie can be a little weird. A lot of the other actors <laughs> in the movie too are great actors, but also little weird little actor actors you know because like they have some phenomenal actors in this movie phenomenal writers in this movie and you're just like mm, at some point doing it a little weird does at the end but not until the very end it's it's great the movie's awesome um all the like the inside like barbie jokes if you ever play with barbies as a kid as i had older sister i played with barbies as a kid um you get all those and it's just really well done and it's funny and it just it, the thing I want to get off my chest is like, if you give people a reason to go to movies, they're going to go, you know, like the movies are never going to go away. Maybe there won't be like movie theaters with like 24 screens in them anymore or something in the next however 10 years or something like that. But like, if you give people a reason to go, they're going to go. Because even the Oppenheimer movie, which like I have no desire to see, but like that did like eighty million this year, this 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 week. So like I, guys, like if you if you give people a reason to go, 
and you do some clever shit with the marketing and you'd have some interesting concepts, people are going to want to go. But like, no, people don't want to go to the movies to see a random rom-com in February. Like, we're not. Like, we need that to come to us on HBO Max or whatever, and we will sit on our couch with our significant other and we will watch it there. We're not going to the movies to see those anymore. So it's just like, if it's not something that gives people a reason because at first it was like action movies oh yeah it's got to be an action movie right that's the only thing that's gonna get people to go no barbie is not an action movie like (laughs) oppenheimer is not an action movie like it's a historical tale like it's not something that is action-packed so like if you give people a reason to go they're gonna go so movie people freaking think when you're trying to get people to go to movie theaters be creative don't just be like oh we're gonna put this movie out with so-and-so in it and everybody's gonna go see it doesn't work that way anymore. Like we will wait to see this movie with whomever in it, whenever it comes to us on Netflix. So just get creative movie people. Yeah. The stars don't bring people into movies anymore. And like, there's such a easy for me to say, but as a consumer, like there's such a lack of creativity often in Hollywood nowadays. Right. We've talked about that before Mm -hmm. on this podcast with movies, just, you know, making uh, remakes of old movies and think that that's going to be enough to draw people in because we love the first one it's like no we're afraid you're going to ruin it we don't want to watch it uh or it's like this based on this book like being a little quick now obviously barbie based off of something but i was i i I was nervous too because i'm glad you saw it i'm like i I was nervous it wasn't going to live up to the hype there was such you know a huge marketing push around this movie and i'm like is this movie for me is this movie for like kind of kids, but it's not, it's not an animated movie, but I'm like, is it supposed to be funny? Barbie's in trouble. Like, is this going to be, is it, or is it going to be weird? Like you said, low weird, but <laughs> you're saying it was good. It was, it's, yeah. it's worth going to see. It's worth going to see. Like, it's okay. really good. Of course it's a Barbie movie. It is heavily leaned towards women. Just let anybody know that right there, but it's there not go. for kids. It's not, you could, the interesting part about it is, is like, you could take your kids to it. They won't okay. get any of like the jokes that, that the couple jokes that are actually in there that are fun. Like I was sitting next to like the movie theater was completely packed. The girl sitting next to might've been 10. And she was like with her mom and she was laughing as much and calling out the random celebrity cameos and this like anything else. So like Hmm. if you had a young kid, you could go see that with them. It's just like, yeah, no, the movie's for adults, heavily towards women, but it's really funny. It's enjoyable. Popcorn was super good. I enjoyed it. Like everybody was excited to be at the movies, which was funny. Like people were clapping during scenes. I was like, this is great. (laughs) Like it's awesome. So yeah, a long time. Yeah. Good. Good to see movies that bring people out that people are excited yes. about. That's a great point by yes. you. That's it. It's not, not like it used to not as easy yeah. as it used to. We'll wait around if we, if we really, if we, we need to some need to see something and there's not enough of a drive there. We'll wait. Exactly. We'll wait. It's cause I like going, cause the thing is I like going to the movies. I just, you know, yeah, but just some movies play really well on my TV. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dan, get it off your chest. I like it. Uh, Certainly will. Um, Dee Dee, folks, listeners of The Brunch Breakdown, um, we are entering the final weekend of July, right? Okay. Summer kind of moving quickly on us as it does every year. Uh, And it'll be August here before we know it, right? Next week. It's coming around the corner, which means 
NFL and college football training camps are also right around the corner. Now, I love football season heavily. I love the fall heavily. College football Saturdays, NFL Sundays, like let's go. But, big but here. One of the lone great things when the college football season ends in January and the NFL season ends after the Super Bowl in February is you get your weekends back, right? You get your weekends back. And that time is slowly coming to an end. So I just want this to serve as a reminder, and I'm talking to myself as I say this, but to fellow football fans as well, maybe not Chris, because Chris probably would rather give up his free time. Yes, Um, 100%. He absolutely (laughs) hates the fact. He's like, oh, my God, I'm out here at the lake. I could be watching football. Exactly. Right. Like, I wonder who's winning the WVU Pitt replay right now in the ESPN Classic. Yeah. So, yeah. I can't believe we have to go to the zoo. I hate this. God, I could be Uh, watching TCU Georgia right now. Exactly. So everybody else, let this serve as the reminder, okay? Depending on when you count the college football season to kick off, whether you're really into week zero, Chris, or week one. So you've got four to five free Saturdays left, okay? And then you have six Sundays until the NFL season begins and again don't get me wrong i absolutely love that time of year i'm looking forward to it i can't wait but the big but being able to have the freedom to plan things on either a saturday or a sunday is just a it's just a beautiful freedom that i think is easily forgotten uh in the off season right you're like well we can't do anything sunday afternoon until February is basically how things go. And that's kind of frustrating, right? Um, or we can go to brunch Sunday. We better be home by by 1, 1 p.m. Eastern. You know what I mean? And that's, again, every Sunday. So, folks, make the most of these days before we were locked in front of our TV screens and inside those stadiums for the next five months. Just enjoy. Wow. Dude, um, hashtag East Coast problems. A little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I gotta say, I understand the sentiment of what you're saying, but it only happens so often for me that it's like, okay, this game, because it's really just the one o'clock games for me, because West Coast, 10 o'clock, one o'clock. Like, yeah. that's, you know, so that's the only time. And for college football, nine o'clock, and West Virginia's trash. So, Every game's at noon on <laughs> on on Fox Sports Network and yeah, amazing. So it's just um, yeah, and I mean a lot of the you know, I follow what Pitt's doing, whatever they're always on at nine and stuff like that. I feel like I may have more issues with college football games because those are like way more scattered with like yeah. Notre Dame being on at four o'clock or whatever the big game right. is on. And uh, I feel like I have more problems with those. But with with the NFL, I feel like and I have and I'm somebody who has Sunday ticket and I haven't bought it again because I haven't bought it yet again because I just don't I liked it. It was a lot easier the last few years just having DirecTV just take it from me. And now I have to sign up for something again and just remember how much money I'm spending on Sunday football, on Sunday right. NFL ticket. <laughs> and I kind of didn't want to be reminded how much money I spend on it. But um, but yeah, uh, I don't have that many NFL issues. I feel like most NFL games I want to watch are on at 10. And then yeah. sometimes they'll be on later, but it's usually the one o'clock games that like 
starts a little fight in the house, maybe a yeah. little bit. But that's but that's only a couple weeks. Yeah, and the the primetime game being like five twenty, like I am so always jealous of you this oh. time of year of that. Um, and geez, yeah, NFL brunch for you. I mean, that's a match made in heaven. Um, better. And the other bad thing about college football is you only you often don't know the kickoff time until two weeks before a game, right? <laughs> you, you get like the first couple, and then you have to wait. You have yep. to do it based off of TV. So, like, do you know how many festivals take place in the fall? It's the best time of the year for that. You're like, I don't know if we can go because I don't know what time the game is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could be at noon or it could be 8 p.m. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's absolutely that that drives me nuts. And again, is why I love that time of year. But there, I just, oh, that freedom to just have the full weekend open during the summer, really since the end of the football season is, it's been nice. And so, Counting my blessings as those weekends wind down before we are just fully into it again. We're we're, we're about to be in it. About <laughs> to be in it. <laughs> right. And this in that segment was brought to you by Chris Gates Fitness. Sign up for training <laughs> camp before August the seventh. So shouts to ChrisGatesFitness.com. All right, Brews Day. I am not drinking a beer, but I'm going to tell you something that I am drinking because this is what I've been mixing my whiskey with recently san pellegrino has this i have no idea how to say this aranchata rosa whatever it's blood orange okay and it's fire (laughs) i love blood orange we all know it and now because of this that i discovered like christopher columbus style i saw it in a fridge on set and i was like what's that let me drink it oh my god this is amazing so i discovered it i it is now mine i i discovered this and blood orange pellegrino freaking amazing and it goes perfect with whatever you are mixing with i don't care if it's vodka i don't care if it's whiskey i don't care what it is it tastes incredible if you love blood orange like your boy it's super good like it's worth just grabbing up a little four pack at the store trying it out it's great okay i like that i like that as a mixer maybe tequila could go well oh yeah it's great with tequila yeah 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 Ooh. okay Yeah, because I like tequila orange juice and like, but a lot of the time I don't have orange juice at my disposal. These I will always have now. Mm. And dude, fire. There you go. Blood orange. You can never go wrong with blood orange, right? You can't. You can't. You just can't. I love that. I love that. You can't. Shouts to whoever created blood orange. Like, yeah. Blood orange. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't have a beer with me and that's. Only because I had it not long before we started to record <laughs> here. And I it was so good I couldn't even hold on to it. I couldn't even like save save some of it. Okay. Uh, but I will tell you about it. Um from uh Hitchhiker. We've brought Hitchhiker to the table oh, yeah. quite often on Bruise Day. Uh, but maybe it's been a little while. It's been a little while since they brought something new to the table. Uh, but this week they are known for making their uh shakes. It's a um uh, a coffee porter. They call it the, the shakes. There's a coffee porter that they make. They have it. It's like one of their, you could call it a flagship, I guess, that they have it often. Really, really popular. Really, really good. Uh, but this week, they unveiled for the first time a hazelnut shakes. Oh. So a hazelnut coffee porter. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. She was tasty. She was <laughs> real tasty. I mean, as advertised, 
tons of hazelnut up front, just like you want. And you've got that like kind of coffee-ish, coffee-ish aftertaste. It is. It was like you're drinking a hazelnut coffee, which I know you, oh. Daniel Dudley, love. Oh. Love. Yes. And so this beer, smooth drinker, not overly sweet either. Sometimes you got to be careful there. Um, and it just, it just, it was so easy to drink again. Cause not a stout. So not super heavy the Porter makes it light enough, but so flavorful. And again, it was so good. I couldn't, I couldn't not drink all of it. It was that good. Um, and then I accidentally threw away the can. Um, so the hazelnut shakes from hitchhiker phenomenal. That was my beer. Um, bonus bruise day, not bruise day, bruise day. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night made myself, um, a Manhattan with chocolate peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> what? A little shaved chocolate on the top. Let's go. Game changer. A little homemade, homemade, uh, cocktail inspiration there. Yeah. Excuse yeah, me? Yeah, dude. Yeah. There's this line of whiskey um, that, oh, shoot, see if I can fi- find it, that it's so good. They have all these um, flavored whiskeys, and they ha- have a chocolate peanut butter, which, again, I haven't seen before. We've all seen the, you know, screwball mm-hmm. being oh, like yeah. peanut butter whiskey, but chocolate peanut butter, that was that was what drew me in as a, as a game changer. Here it is. Uh, what is this called? Balotin. B-A-L-L-O-T-I-N. Balotin. And they have they have a variety of flavors. They have chocolate toffee, uh, caramel turtle, chocolate cherry cream, chocolate oh. mint, chocolate mocha cream, uh, and chocolate peanut butter cream, which I also have, <laughs> uh, which is also phenomenal. But the peanut butter chocolate whiskey, uh, they've got all oh. the recipes right on the website. Uh, the chocolate peanut butter Manhattan was you're speaking my language. Marvelous. Yeah, marvelous. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I have to get on that. Um, and this is just a little separate bruise day since Chris is not here. Uh, yeah. A little separate bruise day here. Uh, last week when I was in Orlando, the last day there, I went out to eat with my friend Megan. We went up to Disney Springs, which is right off of Disney World, and um, went to Chef Art Smith's home cooking restaurant. It's all Southern cuisine, all the stuff is incredible. And I had this watermelon moonshine drink, and it was freaking Ooh. fire. And Ooh. the reason I'm bringing this up is just to let everybody know if you're going to Disney World, as an adult, go to Chef Art Smith's home cooking. Eat and drink there. Like, I don't know what you guys are doing. Like, w- wasting your time going on Space Mountain with no children. Like, go eat there. Go drink there. I don't get it. I don't see enough pictures of you guys eating and drinking at Disney World when you go as adults. Please do that. <laughs> Chef Art Smith's home cooking. That's where you got to go. There yeah. you go. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Put meant the... to bring that up last week, but I forgot. And yeah, I was just like, wait, like, because when I was there, I said that to my friend Megan. I was like, what do people do? Why? Go eat. Yeah. Yeah. When you're down there investing that much time, I mean, yeah. get some good food. Out of yes. it. Put the Disney turkey leg down in a $14 funnel cake and go get a delicious <laughs> meal somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Like put down the $7 churro and friggin' yeah. <laughs> go eat somewhere. Good. God. I love it. All right. Well, that was Bruce Day. Cheers, Dan. Cheers.
All right. Well, let's get into the main menu. Big surprise this week for me. Slam ball is back. Basketball <laughs> on trampolines is back. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it and I couldn't believe that I wasn't it wasn't like 2002 or whatever slam ball was happening because mm-hmm. I it, it looks exactly the same. What did you feel about slam ball? I yeah, I loved it as a kid and I was like, wow, it's really been gone that long. How does something so entertaining? I thought people watched this. It wasn't just like us, right? Um, <laughs> but it was it disappeared and all of a sudden it's back and I was super excited and yeah, it looks it looks awesome. It looks just the same. Uh, they're really emphasizing how like short the games are, which mm-hmm. is makes it easy to watch. Um, also, it's a very physical, physical contact sport, yes. so you couldn't be out there, <laughs> you know, for forty eight to sixty minutes, probably, anyways. Um, but I love it. I'm super excited that it's back. Uh, always one of the most entertaining things watching as a kid and shouts to ESPN for embracing it. You know, it's not like on CBS sports network where like nothing against that, but like probably wouldn't have survived on the CBS sports network for very no. long. Right. ESPN's given it a fighting chance, I hope. Um, but yeah, super, super excited. And thanks to Blake Griffin, I guess for bringing slam ball <laughs> back. Did you hear that? No. Yeah. He was part of a group that raised $11 million in investments to bring slam ball back um there were some other uh i think former and current nba players in that group but none of them most people would ever heard of but Mm -hmm. there you go blake griffin griffin the former king of the dunk contest uh leading the way makes sense for a sport like slam ball so very very excited to see it again you know uh, i was listening to uh the ryan versillo's podcast and he just is like on the pod and it says and he's like talking about what's going on in the show today and he's like and then the founder of slam ball gonna talk about the big opening night on espn i was like excuse me <laughs> slam balls back and i'm googling i was like i guess i'm late to this i didn't know slam ball was back and you know i enjoyed watching it and my kids enjoyed watching it and i guess my only thing is is like how trampoline parks have become a thing now there's trampoline parks or multiple trampoline parks probably in every city right there's so many trampoline parks now and that's like a thing and that wasn't a thing back then so like i don't understand how the guy who runs slam ball doesn't just own every trampoline park and why just every trampoline park isn't just called slam ball like (laughs) it just should be because honestly anytime i see it like a thing with a trampoline park or whatever which you mainly take your kids to i'm like i cannot wait till my kids are older so i can jump off a trampoline and dunk and probably hurt myself and uh, but it's i'm only i'm only in my head thinking about slam ball that's all i'm thinking about when i see a trampoline park nothing else other than slam ball yeah yeah no 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 doubt about it yeah that was growing up that was that was uh that was the energy and now the trampoline parts are parks are everywhere yeah yeah Yeah, like how is slam ball not part of all of them um it's 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 amazing like it should be in the olympics right (laughs) get it get it in the olympics little four it's a four on four basketball the scoring is crazy right it's like dunks or three points they have a they still have uh shots from behind the arc and um it's it's amazing it's a super super entertaining i'm so glad that it's that it's back and it like what other sports should have trampolines like i want lacrosse on trampolines oh right that would translate really well yeah 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 
Because they, because I feel like most of the time when I see someone, when I see a highlight of someone scoring and they're in lacrosse, they're usually they're usually jumping or at least they're on like one foot. You know what I mean? They're kind of airborne. They're in motion. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. in that motion, and I feel like that would be great. I don't know where the where the goal would be. Would you have I to know, raise that's it? Where it'd be like, tricky. would you have like, to put it like because it's on the ground now? Would you have to put it like somewhere like floating in the middle? Or like, like, yeah, like you do that, or you have like one up top that's worth more points. The one uh, bottom's worth less, something like that. Okay, okay, maybe because you still have your goalie on the ground, but maybe he's he can jump too and get the one that's up a little bit higher. Okay, okay, I think there could be something there, right? I think there is something there. What like what I'm trying to think sports? of what else and like other sports should at least think outside the box. Like I miss this makes me miss pro beach hockey that used to be on. On ESPN too, it was so great. I always grew up wanting to play pro beach hockey, uh, literally outdoor hockey on roller skates. They had a three point, or I guess it was a two point line as well. They had ramps. They were like the, the behind the net were actual ramps. I loved it. I loved it. So bring back that. Let's get trampolines with lacrosse. I'm trying to think of you know other sports especially olympic sports i feel like there's some more you know we gotta bring the entertainment i mean we've got break dance break dancing coming to the olympics so they're willing to think outside the box uh, but slam ball in the olympics i think we could really get listen really get good. once they put three on three basketball and uh the rock climbing wall i don't know what exactly it's called <laughs> in the olympics but it's literally just a wild looking rock climbing wall which i actually was entertained by in the last olympics i'm not gonna yeah, lie yeah, i enjoyed yeah, watching it i was surprised right. i enjoyed watching it but like once they did that it was kind of like all right so anything could be in the olympics then because <laughs> right three on three basketball i'm still just like why like <laughs> I don't know who's who's watching that. Like I don't know. Right. Like yeah, yeah. But slam no. ball. I mean, it could. That could be great. Changes the game. Changes really the game. Does. I hope this has a chance to stick around. Yeah. You know what I mean. I don't want this to be one and done. I think it did that a couple years ago. It tried to come back for one season and it wasn't successful. But we got to get. I mean, because it is, dude. It is so brutal watching or listening to anything that covers sports right now. Like baseball is so uninteresting. Everybody's talking about where Shea Otani is going to end up. And like that conversation doesn't take that long to have. And then it's list season, right? For everybody else. There's what list this top, this top that leading up to football, hockey's quiet, basketball's quiet. Like slam ball has got to save us. These brutal dry summers. You know, it's open for somebody to do it. Yeah. Like that's (laughs) another conversation all in itself. Like it's like it's open for somebody for some sport to just be like, we're going to do it. Like we're just going to take over the summer, you know? Right. And it's like I know the WNBA gets a lot of traction and this is getting a lot of traction in the summer, which is cool. But it's just like I, I just want somebody to just take it. Just be like, this is it. The summer's ours. Maybe it is slam ball. Maybe slam ball is just going to be what takes over the summer. NBA's done after the 4th of July. We're all just like, it's slam ball season. It's slam ball Let's season, go. right? <laughs> Cause, yeah, because I need something that gets me through. So I don't ever have to turn on an NFL preseason game. Like, that's <laughs> right. all I ask for. Give me something <laughs> that makes me not turn on an NFL preseason game. That's it. Yes. 
That's all 100%, I want. Percent, a hundred percent. Like golf will get me for a couple of days every few weeks when like mm-hmm. there's a major run or something. It's not enough. I need something to really grasp my attention. You know, I don't want to be longing for. Oh, I remember when the USFL was on at least in the XFL. Like no, 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 no. no. This is the no. time of year we need somebody to, to kind of save us and, and fill that void. Yeah, we definitely Slam do. Ball. Slam ball. Uh, since Blake Griffin and a bunch of people put money into this, what would you rather put money in? Pickleball league, which a lot of people are. Passes growing. I think sport. LeBron just freaking put money into one, or some yeah. famous person just did. And or slam ball, pickleball, or slam ball. Ooh. Wow. That's a great question. Because like I said, pickleball is it's the fast growing sport in America, right? Everybody's playing it now. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I did. It was on even TV today. I saw it. But like I think there's a be- be- greater tune-in factor for slam ball mm-hmm. because I know rules of pickleball are a little different than tennis. They're not quite the same. So I feel like slam ball, again, has the advantage of being shorter, the games being shorter. Mm, that's a great question. That's a really good question. But I think I think I would go slam ball just because of the entertainment factor. I think you more people be willing to watch that than pickleball people might want to play pickleball but i don't know if you i don't know how entertaining it is to watch it you know what i mean could you watch yeah, that's, it for very long for yeah like I've a tried season it. Mm. you know what i mean for like a season or a tournament yeah. i don't know so that's why i think i lean slam ball but a lot of money in pickleball right now there's no doubt about oh that. yeah there's a ton of money in pickleball i just don't i, I just don't get it but no. i would put money in slam ball because i think slam ball is like one famous like a few like famous college basketball players away from kind of taking off. Yeah. I think it, they just need the name. Like if Blake Griffin was playing. Oh, I mean, come on. That's like the guy to, to get to, to dive in, to be the first one in. And then, yeah, you get a couple other, like you said, college players and um, maybe NBA players who, you know, didn't quite live up to the career that they thought they would, but they could still slam it down. Yeah. That'd be, that would change it. Definitely. Who's the kid who won the dunk contest? Oh, yeah. Oh, if he was in like him, Mac McClung. That's, that's his a, name. That's him. That's him. Slam ball needs Mac McClung. Let's go. That's what they need. <laughs> They're one Mac McClung away from us forgetting what pickleball is. That's what we need. <laughs> I love that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, Dan, you brought this up. Weird food combinations. Why? What were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, this happened recently. This conversation happened recently at a, a brunch with some uh, friends of ours um, that we have. Um, and one of them in particular brought up a really, really strange food combination that they like. Uh, naturally, we were, at talk, we were at brunch. We kind of talk of brunch food, breakfast food. And this person likes Toast with jam or jelly on it and eggs on top of that. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like how you're open to it. Okay. Because <laughs> this person and you know, people that were there are listening to this program right now. And Bethany, you're being called out for liking toast. With jelly and jam, eggs, and I think she might have mentioned even cheese with the eggs on top of that. And her wonderful fiance 
has basically just put a nice grin on and just let her be weird and eat this without saying a whole lot. But once it got opened up into public, into the public, we let her know how disgusting it was. And he had a tremendous sense of relief. I could tell that he's like, finally, I can now say something. (laughs) And other people are telling you, this is strange. But you, Daniel Dudley, seem open to this Uh, for some reason. Listen, I'm in on this. and And I wish... So much that I wasn't in on this because it's Bethany and I love any chance I can make fun of (laughs) Bethany, right? And her the same, make fun of me. I get it. But like, I really wish, uh, I wish I could make fun of, I can't. I'm probably going to try this at some point this week. Uh, That sounds phenomenal to me. What? (laughs) Like, phenomenal. What? Why? How though? Like I get like sweet and savory, like that how that, but this this is not this is not how this works. Just it just sounds like a great breakfast to me. Oh. Wow. I apologize to everybody else at the table um that was sitting there because I thought we'd have another person in our corner, but apparently we just got the sides got a little bit more. Listen, I would love nothing more than to make fun of Bethany. I would love nothing more. But I can't. can't. Can you can you even try to explain how that would go well together? It just it's breakfast. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for clarifying. (laughs) That's it. It's just breakfast. I don't know what more. Don't don't complicate it, Dan. It's but like strawberry, like go strawberry jelly, strawberry gel, strawberries and eggs don't even go together. So like the fact that it just doesn't even make sense from that perspective. Fruit and eggs don't go together. Says who? Every breakfast menu I've ever seen. You're high if you don't. I just I, listen. I love fruit and eggs. I love together? Grape, yeah. I love, I love jelly and toast. I love eggs. I've never put the. We're, uh, dude. I'm in. I'm so in. I'm gonna do that this week. Legit, I'm doing that this week. Shouts to Bethany. I want to see a picture. I want to see a picture, and I want your honest review afterwards. (laughs) It's breakfast. I will 100% (laughs) do it. It's breakfast. That's it. Okay. Okay. Well, I hate to know what the rest of your any any of like your personal weird food items are because it just had that opened up the conversation to like okay everybody has something weird right that they like that most people don't um so Didi I dare dare I ask what else is like what's on your list of weird things that people might you know kind of look at you a little funny for um you know I'm gonna start a little tame here but it really is. I love putting jalapenos on any kind of meat that I'm eating. I don't care. I'll Mm. put jalapenos on top of steaks that I eat. I'll put jalapenos on hot dogs. I'll put jalapenos on burgers. I put jalapenos on pretty much any type of meat, and it tastes good. Like, I'm going to grill some chicken after I'm done talking to you here tonight, and I'm more than likely going to put jalapenos on it. Hmm. 
I love putting jalapeno and jalapenos on pizza. I love it too. It's just hard to find somebody that you that is going to eat that with you. So I can never really do it unless it's like sure. buy the slice and you see that. But yeah, I'm not ordering that because it's just like no one else in my house is eating that. But jalapenos yeah. on honestly any kind of meat. I'm okay. In. Interesting. It's kind of I don't want to like compare it to hot sauce, but it it almost sounds in a way how people treat hot sauce where it's just adding spice to something in a way. Yeah, uh, honestly, but it's just it's something weird. It's like it's just I don't know what it does to meat that makes it taste so much better. Mm. Hot sauce is mm. like ketchup to me. Like I, that's yeah. kind of, so it's like because I don't really because I don't it's not like I'm out here like making I'm not like using the hottest of hot sauces in the world or something like that. I'm just it's basically flavor. So it's pretty much like ketchup to me. But the mm. jalapenos, they do something, mm. do something different. Okay. Okay. I'll start a little tame too, because huh? when you think of it, this might sound gross, but like, or when you, I should say, when you hear it, it's probably going to sound gross. But like, if you think about it, 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 it really doesn't. Um, this stems back to when I was a kid, where when we had dinner growing up, we had to drink a glass of milk at dinner, right? Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people had that. And if we finished our glass of milk um, by the time dinner was over, we get to have iced tea. Ooh. Iced tea was there from my parents. So we get to have iced tea if we finish the glass of milk. I would leave the bottom, not just like rim, but like the whole bottom of the glass, just a thin enough layer of milk in the glass and pour the iced tea into that. And it would create this odd, cloudy looking iced tea. And it didn't look great, but just think about it, people. Like, you put milk and sugar and cream into, like, hot teas and things like that. This is basically the same thing, just doing it a little bit backwards um, and maybe into iced tea versus, like, a hot tea or something. And it just... It looked weird because it was cloudy, but it just added that little bit of sweetness to the iced tea. And I don't know. I don't know. It was... It just tasted good. You know, it sounds weird on the surface, but then once you actually think about it, that's just iced coffee. Exactly. Like, that's iced coffee. That's all it is. Like, yeah. that's all it is. So, yeah, you were just, like, before your time. I was ahead of the game. You know what I mean? I now it's, like, game. iced yeah. coffee. That's all anybody has or drinks. So it's, like, mm-hmm. iced coffees all the time. But you were just ahead of your time. Exactly. Yes, to you. Exactly. So You did a trendsetter. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. You discovered it. <laughs> you did it what else get let's get weirder you got anything weirder <laughs> jalapenos um i really like and because it looks so gross and this is why i think of it being weird but it's another one of those things that's like i guess it's not that weird but if you don't like all these things you won't but mm-hmm. i put in a bowl ketchup mustard relish and onions and mix them all up together and make it one thing and put it on burgers and hot dogs. Okay. Like, and it comes out looking like, honestly, like vomit. If you saw, like, if you saw this, like flowing down the street, you'd think like (laughs) someone emptied a portage on or something like that. (laughs) Like it looks gross. It's really Uh. gross. Cause like, 
it's not like all red. It's not all yellow. It's like it, we got red, yellow, green. All the it's it's really gross looking. I'm letting you, ever you see know that episode that. of Barney where they like had the paint so you could see like which <laughs> colors mixed to create one like red and yellow make orange. Uh-huh. But like then they did like the full thing and it was just like this is shit brown. <laughs> and like I have a feeling it's sort That's of along the same line. That's what those, it is. Those bold colors don't mix well together. Yeah. Like you could call the color food poisoning if you wanted to. I would, <laughs> I would I have no problem with it. But it tastes amazing. If you like all of those things. Yeah. On whatever thing you're eating. And I know for me, I love it, but it looks gross. Like if you were to t- put that on the table and tell people what that was, I guarantee you no one would still eat it, even though they knew exactly what it was. And they were going to put their ketchup, put their mustard, put their relish, put their onions on their on their hot dog or on their burger one by one. They yeah. still wouldn't touch it. Wouldn't touch and it. And like again, you're giving me credit for being ahead of the game on ice the iced coffee game, but like I feel like you're ahead on this too, where I think people would probably enjoy it if it didn't look as weird oh, as it did. Yeah. Cause you're right. Cause a lot of people are going to put those same things on one at a time. But if you gave them the all for one, you know, Heinz is into the mixing flavors of ketchups and things right now that people are, are, mm-hmm. are in love with, but it's probably just the look. If somebody can crack the code of the visual, then you've got like the ultimate condiment for people that love each of those items. Yeah. Like whoever, you know, I know people who, you know, process foods, make all that stuff to get together, make it all look right. Figure that out. Figure it out. We get green and purple ketchup for, you know, a brief period of time. So somebody's got to be around that can figure that out. Oh, I remember wasting a burger and my mom being (laughs) so mad because I remember like, going to bite into it and it just looked like ooze just looked like snot was running out and i was like i can't eat this and my mom was so mad because like (laughs) i'm the one i'm the reason she bought the damn thing she's the one who buys the food i put all this green ketchup on it and i go like this and it just looks like boogers are coming out of my burger and i was like i can't (laughs) i can't do it couldn't do it oh man uh this next one a little weirder for me to um and this is more so as a kid. I don't do this as an adult. Um, sure. Not to say that I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> but I used to. This goes back to my um, uh, my my liking of iced tea as a kid. Because obviously it was like a delicacy, basically. <laughs> it affects the milk first. But I would, um, I would dip my graham crackers in iced tea. <laughs> in like, like kind of a quick dunk. Because... They soften just a tad (laughs) Uh, because you go too long in there and it is literally going to just become floaters on top of the iced tea, but just a quick enough little dunk in there because it's not like an Oreo, right? That's a little bit more stable. The graham cracker is thin folks. And so just enough in there, soften it up. I don't, I, I don't, I can't explain what the flavor combination is it just works that's all i know is it just works maybe it's sweetened the graham cracker maybe that's what iced tea just helps me sweeten everything i don't know i had milk to sweeten it i i i don't know but i used to sit there and dunk plain graham crackers in iced tea and just have kind of a soft <laughs> softer graham cracker snack oh <laughs> 
I can't. I'm not with you on that. I, I, <laughs> I know. I can't explain it. I no. can't explain it. No. Um, for me. You know, weird combinations, and I still do this anytime I get a chance. I don't know what whatever you call them. Graveyards, suicides, whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. I still love doing that. And I don't know what the taste is going to be. Because some people, when they do it, they skip the diet ones or they skip the teas. No. Sure. No. You do it all. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. You go all the way down and you do it. And it's weird. It's still weird. I did it yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually. <laughs> I was at Subway and I did it because I was like, why not? When in Rome, let's go. Sure. Do it at Subway. And it tasted weird. But good. I don't know why it's weird and good, but it's yeah. always been like that. And I'm like, I see why they haven't tried to put this in. I'm sure somebody's tried, but I see why this has never gotten to the two liter phase of life and why we don't have this everywhere. <laughs> but man, is it, it's weird, but it's like good. And you're like, do I like this? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know, <laughs> but it's still great. That's a great one. That really is. I really like that one. Um, the 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 last one that I have for me personally is yeah. it's not so I, I can't give myself credit for necessarily coming up with it. Right. This was on a menu somewhere that I had. It sounded strange, but I tried it. Um they were cheese curds and it had a strawberry compote like dipping sauce, which mm-hmm. on the surface you're like, what? Is this sweet sauce with these cheese curds? One of the best things I've ever had. One of the best things I ever had. It okay. it just freaking works so well together. Talk about the sweet and the salty again. And again, you're like, this can't work. This also looks really weird. But I'll tell you what, the the strawberry compote dipping sauce with it with cheese curds, it does. It works. I can't explain it, but it was delicious. I loved it. All right. I'm yeah. happy we did this. Yeah. Yeah, cuz there's a lot of there's a lot of weird ones out there. My my wife she said when she was a kid she used to go to Sheets for people on from you know east side of PA, maybe it's Wawa or any other made to order <laughs> fast food place. She used to take the watermelon sour patch kids and eat it with cheese curds. And that really grossed me out. And again, maybe I should have got, maybe that, that could have been the deal breaker. Going back to your opening, <laughs> if I knew that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I haven't seen it. I've never seen that. She claims just as a kid. So luckily. Um, so yeah, that, and I think we all know what Chris's would be naturally pizza eggs. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> can't forget about, can't forget about pizza eggs. Yeah. For Chris there. Yeah. Never forget. Never yeah. forget pizza eggs. <laughs> yeah. Now, Didi, have you ever? Are you a pickle fan? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, the biggest pickle festival of the year takes place actually in Pittsburgh, called Pitts Picklesburg. Heinz puts it on. Um, I was there this weekend. They were selling Kool Aid pickles. So pickles like, okay, dunked like, and marinated like dipped, in like, like yeah, like living in Kool Aid, like living in Kool Aid. So they were like okay. flavored like the Kool Aid. Okay. There's some weird stuff at that festival, but that one stuck out, and I had to at least ask you that. Would you eat a Kool-Aid pickle? Yeah. 
hundred percent. Ah, yeah, I'm eating a Kool Aid pickle. I yeah, I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing. I got to do it. I've got. I you got to do it. Yeah, like that was just another weird one for me. That no, I don't like pickles anyway. But that just <laughs> really, really can't comprehend that one. Yeah, I'm definitely eating that for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, uh, Dan, uh, last topic here. People throwing stuff at concerts. Why are they doing this? Why is this something? I understand the, like, phones and all of that. So, like, we all have, like, everybody's got cameras, so we see it more or whatever. I know Billie Eilish was saying that. But, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Feels like people are actually getting hurt now. Yeah. And I don't think that ever happened before. Because, yes, people have been throwing stuff on stage, whether it be bras or whatever, posters or things they want people to sign and all this stuff. But now, like, BB Rexa, like, literally had to, like, stop her tour. <laughs> like, yeah. you've got people actually getting hurt on stage and getting hit. Kelsey Ballerini, I saw her, like, she had to, like, literally mid-song, had to, like, go off stage and then come out and be like, hey, like, I almost canceled the show, but I didn't. And, like, what is happening? I have I hate I hate so much that this has become such a popular trend. And I think you're right that what Billie Eilish said is like, yeah, we're, you know, I mean, it's always been happening, but people were, you know, they're being just copycats, right? Because it's yeah. people are capturing it on cell phones and it's just it's so dumb. Why would you pay to go somebody that you presumably like and throw something at them when we've seen artists cancel shows? Because of that, in the middle of the show, one person's going to ruin it. I, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, like it's already, they already, you know, don't sell. Whenever you go to a concert or a sporting event, if you get something in like a bottle, they don't give you the cap. No, right? Because they don't want it to become a, a potential projectile. Because if mm-hmm. it has the cap, you're closing down that air. Soon enough, we're not going to be able to have anything. They're going to start. Do you remember the the backlash when they put up the overnight? They were putting up like screens in baseball stadiums down the foul foul line. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, we're going to get concerts with these things, and it's going to be ridiculous. Like, like people need to chill out, dude. What's going to end it is like I saw someone throw a vape at Drake, and and he like looked at it and he was like, "You think I'm going to vape with you?" What is your problem? And he like makes fun of them and like the Barclay, it was at Barclay Center in Brooklyn, and like they actually posted it on the thing saying, There's no vaping at Barclay Center. Don't bring your vape. <laughs> and so it ended up being this funny moment. But I'm like, if Drake gets hit in the face, he's gonna cancel the show. And I'm just thinking it's gonna take for someone big artist like that. Like it's gonna take for Beyonce or Taylor, or Drake, or somebody who people spent hundreds and thousands of dollars to go see. For them to cancel their show and then it all shuts down, yeah. Because then it's, and then it's all that's all done. This is gonna turn into a riot. It's gonna be like, what yeah. the fuck? What do you mean you're not? No, like I guarantee, if Taylor Swift gets hit with something, she's not continuing the show. Like she's not. Like right. Beyonce is not gonna be up there with a black eye performing fucking Love on Top. It's not happening. Just call no. it a day. Like it's just not happening. And you're all gonna be out all the money. You're not gonna get refunded. You're not getting anything. Just somebody threw it. I just. And I don't want it to, I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope this ends, but it just seems like now it's like the thing to do with a show. It's like, we're going to throw our phone on the stage. I'm like, what What are you doing? They're throwing the dumbest shit now. It's It's like, yeah, absolutely. And it, frankly, it's not, it doesn't not happen at festivals, but it surprises me that it's not like mostly happening at festivals when you have a mix of crowd of people, uh, you're outside. Like this is happening at, 
headlining tours for these artists. Yeah. Like their fans are there. Like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Why is this becoming a thing? Yeah. I hope it's just like a fad that eventually wears yeah. out. Um, and it's people saw, sitting on the floor. Yes. Like, right. You, you're sitting, you, you have the best seats. Like you, you can't hit Drake from the 500 section. No. Like, <laughs> you like, spent the most money out of anybody to be in the building like, and you're the one throwing. It. Yeah. 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 Um, and like it, even people running up on stage, it kind of goes with oh, that yeah. now too, right? You're seeing that. I mentioned in uh, my uh, chess segment last week how we, to encourage people to watch Kevin Hart's uh, new stand-up special on Peacock. To, he <laughs> he, he opens the, the show walking out with a bat. <laughs> and he says, I've seen, I seen y'all trying to run up on stage. Go ahead and try that here. And he's got a bat. And he literally has a stand for it uh-huh. in there the whole show. I, I thought that was hilarious. I mean, it's not funny what's happened to like Dave Chappelle and got no. people like that where they're running up, but like, dude, like no bullshit around anymore. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you want to come up here? I'm going to swing at you with this bat. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Somebody hit Ava Max on stage. Like somebody yeah. went up there, hit her. And um, there's a great, um, I mean, I'm talking like NFL streaker quality of a tackle from um there's this latin artist named peso pluma he's like humongous and it, it, somebody ran on stage and they're coming from the back of him and his security guard i swear if he didn't play foot he played something and he <laughs> rucks him within inches of peso pluma it is it's the it's an amazing video it's in, it's incredible wow. like it was like he saw it happening before it happened it was just like poof. it was wild but still, somebody got on stage. And this yeah. is like one of the biggest artists in the world. Like, you may not know who he is, but he's one of the biggest artists in the world. And like, somebody got on stage. Like, how the fuck is somebody on stage? Honestly. Yeah. And like, the other thing that these people risk, not only besides like jail time, um, <laughs> but you're never seeing that artist at any show ever again. Nope. And you're not getting into that building where it happened either. No. And if you think that somebody else is going to buy the ticket for you and this and that and that and like, like people, we are not that far away from like face detection walking into every building. Okay. Oh, yeah. So don't think like you risk that too. That's happening where you're not seeing that artist ever again. And you're not even allowed in the building ever again. Like why, why would you want to do that? Again, it's somebody that you enjoy, that you want to see, that you paid to see like, that's it. You're done. Why would you risk that? Yeah, I don't dude. I have no idea. And why would you pay that much money? Just is like, is getting a million views on TikTok worth you never seeing an artist again or never being able to go into that building again? Right. Like, because, hey, we talk about AI a lot. Like, that's part of it right there. They're going to be able to recognize your face when you walk yeah. into the theater or the show, whatever it is. Like, because yep. everybody's. Point, yeah. Because every and also like they're gonna figure out it was you. Everybody yep. points at who does who did it, mm-hmm. right? No one's like, oh no, I didn't see nothing. Like you're no, they know they want you yeah. out of there too. So yeah, not not oh. worth it in any sense. No, it's yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. People Jeez. are dumb. Yep. Uh because uh, has anyone done it at a show you've been to? I went. We went to see Harry Styles in November, and someone hit him with. What did they hit him with? I can't remember what it was, but they hit him with something. And we didn't know until after the show. It was a Skittle, I think. 
something stupid because at, it was at the very end of the show. So he's like walking around. He's got these like four catwalks on a stage that go wide. And he's like basically saying bye to the crowd. And he gets to our side and he's like going like this. So at first I thought he was like wiping sweat, sweat out of his yeah. eye. And then I'm like, as he keeps doing it, as he's saying bye to the crowd like this in LA, I'm like, what is happening? And like somebody hit him with something and i think it was what is it was something silly it was like a skittle or something but like yeah yeah it was like no he actually got hurt and then like had to release a statement at the end of the show at like the next day like saying hey like you know stop throwing shit on stage yeah no i don't think (laughs) i haven't luckily attended one yet where i've seen that happen and i hope that it continues to be that way and stops yeah needs to stop all right well speaking of music let's get into it what we're listening to dan what you got man what are you listening to uh, our girl Biba Doobie, right? Hey. So day one, day one ish Biba Doobie train. Here we are. She had another one come out last week. The way things go. Um, it's uh her newest single, uh, kicking off her fall tour uh, this week. She's doing a couple festivals on it. She's got to stop in Pittsburgh on it. Hey. I will absolutely be there. Uh, excited for that next week. Um, and she's been putting out a lot of music this year which is awesome because she just released an album last year um and she's just it's really dynamic uh really good you never know what you're going to get with with the song that she releases um so this one's kind of like a sad ballerina song uh but don't let that detract you that's just kind of the theme really good song the way things go by Biba Doobie no that song came up on the new music daily at one point last week and fire song love that song Yeah. yeah Um, so I've been talking a lot about finding out what the song of the summer is. Well, guess what? Found out what the song of the summer is. It is La La by Mike Towers. That is it. And it is the biggest song in the world, everywhere in the world, except here. (laughs) Wow. Literally, Billboard put out this chart that was like the biggest songs all over the world. This is it. I was like, let me listen to this song. Holy shit. When you think song of the summer, this is it. Like 100%, this is it. America, we failed. We failed. I don't know what we failed. The, we failed the public. Get, get it together. Like, why? I don't know why there isn't an American artist on this song. Just like how Despacito happened with Justin Bieber. It was already a huge song, and then he jumped on it, and then it became this huge hit here. Needs to happen. This song's incredible, and it is everything we need to end the... I'm so happy I can listen to this song until Labor Day. It's freaking great. So wow. Lala by Mike Towers. Listen to it now. Now. I'm right very now. excited to listen to that because we've been yeah. waiting for a long time oh, for a song of the summer. This is trying it. to find one. I'm excited, but this is it. Like you're not gonna want to listen to the song in the fall. Like you're you're not gonna be listening yeah. to this song in the tailgate in November or October. You're not. This is this is Memorial Day to Labor Day. This is it. Just in time. All right. Love it. Excited. Um Next one up for me is a band called Bombay Bicycle Club, which I don't know how many people recognize that name. Um, I first heard them back in 2011 with their song Shuffle. It was very popular at the time, but yes, I realized that was 12 years ago. <laughs> um, you know, they put out some music, you know, between here and there, uh, but they are back. Uh, but this time, what drew me to them is that they teamed up with Holly Humberstone, who is no stranger to what mm-hmm. we're listening to in the sounds of brunch. Uh, so they teamed up to release a song called diving and Bombay bicycle club will have a new album coming out in October. So I'm intrigued. Once again, I'll probably put shuffle on there in case that might 
make people remember who Bombay Bicycle Club is. Um, but awesome to see them team up with Holly Humberstone for this new one. So check it out. Holly Humberstone, no stranger to the sounds of brunch. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> another song that I discovered this week via Shazam. Shouts to Shazam. <laughs> uh, Byron Byron Messia. Taliban's uh he just he's got the song it's called Taliban's is a single version but I'm gonna put the version Taliban's 2 with Burna Boy on it and song's great vibe doesn't change with Burna Boy or without listen to either version doesn't matter song's great Taliban's 2 or 1 by Byron Messia or 1 there you go I like it <laughs> uh last one for me uh speaking of no stranger to the sounds of brunch meet me at the altar. And the reason I'm doing it this week is we've been putting these extremely talented women on the playlist for a while now, like literally since 2020. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I remember that is because I was supposed to go to their show and it got canceled in March. Um, <laughs> and this is your last opportunity to jump on board. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't jumped on yet, <laughs> what in the hell are you waiting for? This is it. Final call. They'll still be put on the playlist, but you're late at that point so meet me at the altar uh give it up is the name of the latest song it's great and you should thoroughly enjoy it <laughs> yeah get on the train now it's been too long if you're not on now get out <laughs> they're opening right. up for five seconds of summer which i think is going to be a great show because i love five sauce i do um mm -hmm. and yeah so shouts to meet me at the altar Fine. yeah fire all right um travis scott bad bunny the weekend three popular people sort of <laughs> all have a song out it's called k-pop and it's really good you're gonna hear this song a lot um especially travis scott's album comes out on friday i believe he's dropping a movie he's doing a performance at the pyramids apparently i don't know all i know is this song is uh <laughs> this is a fun one especially another fun one just to end end the summer on a good note so k-pop travis scott bad bunny the weekend three people you may have heard of once or twice <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like it so is that it that's what we got that's what oh, we yeah. got that's what that's we got the sounds of brunch man that's the sounds of brunch i thought i don't know why i thought i started and i was like wait is that it yeah that's it all right yeah sounds of brunch well dan <laughs> that's the sounds of brunch uh make sure you check out the playlist every week updated on spotify sounds of brunch dan any final thoughts on the brunch uh, breakdown Check out the brunch bites on social media. Um, <laughs> check those out. And uh, while you're at it, uh, let us know what your weird food combination thing is that, you know, you think is delicious, but everybody else gives you that weird look. So find the bites and let us know. At Brunch Breakdown, we're out. <laughs>